Hey everyone, welcome to the 41 Strong Podcast. My name is Chuck Tate. Great to have you with us today for episode 94. I want to welcome all of our viewers that are with us live on Facebook. I want to thank everyone that is watching live on Instagram right now. We're going to share five ways to fix stupid. Before I get into that, for more information about 41 Strong, you can go to my website, chuckytate.com. That's chuckytate.com. For more information about the number 41, what's the deal with the number 41 in the title of 41 Strong? You can go to 41willcome.com. That's 41willcome.com. All right, well, listen, today is episode 94, and we're going to share five ways you can fix stupid. There is a a pretty well-known comedian whose tagline is, you can't fix stupid. I disagree. I believe when we open up the Word of God, we can get into Proverbs. If we will apply the Word to our life, we can fix the stupid in our life. In fact, this past weekend at our church, Rock Church, the church that I lead, we kicked off a series called Life's Harder When You're Stupid. There is a pretty well-known quote attributed to John Wayne that says, life is hard. It's harder if you're stupid. All right. Now, whether or not he is the one who originated with that quote, I don't know, but I do believe it's true. Life's harder when we're foolish. Life's harder when we do dumb stuff. There are obviously storms that show up out of nowhere that are beyond our control. But there are also times where storms are the result of us being disobedient. And we can read about one in the book of Jonah. Jonah was told by God to go to Nineveh. And Jonah said, no, I'm not going to Nineveh. So I want to ask the question, did Jonah end up in Nineveh? Eventually he did. He could have avoided three days in the belly of a fish. He could have avoided a major storm where he was thrown overboard had he simply obeyed God the first time. But instead, he was stupid, and the result of his stupidity was hardship. All right, so we can learn from Jonah. We can learn to be obedient the first time. All right, when God says to do something, we have to move from agreeing with him to actually obeying him, all right? So I want you to think about what's the dumbest thing you've ever done. In fact, for those of you that are watching live, whether it's on Instagram or or whether it's Facebook Live right now on our Peoria Area Church page, um, just just in the comment thread, I want you to share, maybe sometime before this podcast is up, um, what's the dumbest thing that that you've ever done? I mean, I can look back at my life. I've done a lot of stupid things. Um, When I was young and first got my license and had a new car, I actually hit a parked truck, not proud of that moment. Um, I might be the only person that, that you know. Uh, in fact, I'm the only person that I've ever heard of that has been pulled over while jogging. All right, That happened to me a few months ago. That's another story. Um, when I was a kid, I jumped off a roof just for the fun of it. And um, one, one moment that, that I'll never forget is when I was a kid, I built this pretty sweet jump. I mean, this pretty high jump. Uh, a bike ramp, and um, I had this Schwinn with a banana seat, and the banana seat was really loose, so it probably wasn't a good idea to take on a jump with a loose banana seat, because what happened was, in the middle of the air, I mean, man, I got some serious air, and I just, man, hit that ramp, I was up, 
and the banana seat swiveled, and instead of going sideways, it actually shot up vertically. And I didn't know it, so I landed right on the seat, and that was the day that I was violated by a bicycle, all right? <laughs> so again, the topic today is um, five ways to fix stupid, and before I start sharing those five ways, I want to um, I want to share a few days ago on my Facebook page, I asked people to submit their dumb moments, just like I'm asking you to do today. And I just want to read some of these restoms, some of these responses, just so you will feel better about yourself. All right. Um, Dawn said that she fed dog food to her parents and her parents were like, wake up, get it right. You know, so she said, you know, it's a bad day. You know, it's, you, um, are feeling dumb when a bird is correcting you. All right. Julie said that uh, one night before she went to bed, she put her cell phone in the refrigerator. She woke up. She couldn't find it. Her husband found it in the fridge, all right? So maybe you have put your cell phone in your refrigerator. I don't know. She blames it on being pregnant. I'll let you be the, the judge of that. I have never put my cell phone in the refrigerator, but I have looked for my cell phone in the refrigerator, so... That's probably just as stupid. I've looked for a lot of things, and I just randomly look at them for my keys or whatever, and I'll just look in the fridge. Don't know why I do that. Um, Matthew, he shared that he went to his niece's wedding and still had the price tag on his new pair of pants. All right, I did that, and um, I was the officiant of the wedding. All right, um, my friend Sarah, she went to Tijuana with um, two guys just before she was married when she was younger. Um, her and her friend, they met a couple guys in San Diego, and they just went to Mexico with them. Um, didn't know them, and she recalls being on a taxi in Mexico, thinking to herself, I'm going to die, and my mom will have no idea why I was in Mexico with two strangers. All right? Definitely, uh, def not, definitely not smart. That was before cell phones, too. Even more dangerous. Um, Jonathan... Um, he rode a skateboard down a hill, a 35-degree angle. He reached a speed of 50 miles an hour, and then he fell off the skateboard. Hashtag road rash. Um, he also set off a smoke bomb in his friend's car, and he also shared that now he would be arrested for this today. So this is, this is a while ago, all right? But back in the day, Jay and his friend, they once sprayed each other with military-issue CS tear gas pepper spray just to get it on video, and they did it in a mall. That's right, they did it in the mall. If that happened today, they would be put in jail for their stupidity. But luckily, back then, they weren't. But they did have to crawl on their hands and knees down the hallway to find the bathroom so they could flush their face with water. Yeah, hashtag don't be stupid. All right, uh, my good friend, Pastor Mike Wilmer, he used to be the co-host of 41 Strong. His wife, uh, she shared that uh, as a substitute teacher this year, she went to school wearing her shirt inside out. I've done that before. But it took a seventh grade, um, a seventh grader to, to point that out. So yeah, she felt, felt pretty foolish. Um, several years ago, our, our children's pastor at our church showed up for church wearing a shoe and a sandal. I don't know how that's possible, but that's what she did. She had a shoe on one foot and a sandal on another foot, and it took my little girl to be able to point that out, all right? Again, hashtag don't be stupid. Uh, my friend Ben, 
He is uh, one of the pastors of Richwoods Christian, Christian Church. Um, and by the way, if you're in the area, I will be speaking there all weekend this coming weekend, June 9th and 10th at Richwoods Christian Church. There's a little plug for that. But um, the, the Pekin campus, Pastor Ben, he shared that when he was a kid, around 10 or 11 years old, he was out playing baseball with his friends. And um, just like that, he had to use the restroom. You've been there before, right? You have that dumb and dumber moment like, um, and he just took off into the woods, but he used poison ivy as toilet paper. Right? <laughs> you can just imagine what happened after that. Hashtag don't be stupid. Um, and then my friend Lisa in California, she shared that uh, one time um, she poked herself in the eye with the Pop-Tart. I'm not for sure how that's possible. I don't know if she hit the button and it popped out. I don't know, but she, um, she popped herself in the eye with a, a Pop-Tart, pun intended there. All right. So um, anyway, there's, there's several others. You can go to my Facebook page and you can read all the comments, hilarious stuff. And, and uh, for those of you that could take the time to, to share um, right now, thank you. I'm going to go back and look at those and maybe we'll use them here um, in, in the future. Um, but like I said er earlier, sometimes seasons of setback and embarrassment, they're due to disobedience. They're due to foolishness, a.k.a. Jonah, right? And life would be easier if we would simply do the right thing all of the time. So as followers of Jesus, it's so vital for us to be obedient. There are things written in Scripture, and the reason they're there is to help us, all right, to help us not end up in a season of setback because of our stupidity, because of our disobedience, because of our, our foolishness. So today, I'm going to share five ways that we can fix stupid God's grace and mercy is sufficient, so no matter what you've done, some of you today, you're seriously weighed down by guilt and shame because of your past folly, because of your past mistakes, because of your past obedience. So today, we're going to embrace the wisdom that's found in Scripture because we believe if we apply the Scripture to our life, then we can fix stupid. All right, so let me just go right to the word, Ephesians chapter 5, verse 17. It says, don't be stupid. Right? That's right there in the Bible. What a great word, right? Ephesians 5.17, in the contemporary English version, it says three words, don't be stupid. All right? The New Living Translation says, don't act thoughtlessly. The message says, don't live carelessly, unthinkingly. The Passion Translation says, don't live foolishly. The New King James Version says, don't be unwise. Do not be unwise. And then the Good News Translation says, don't be fools. All right. Now, the second part of this verse says, instead, find out what the Lord wants you to do. So it says, don't be stupid. Instead, find out what the Lord wants you to do. This means when we don't do what the Lord wants us to do, we are foolish. I shared at the beginning of this podcast, that's what Jonah did. Jonah was told by God, go to Nineveh, deliver my message so that people can respond with repentance. But he said no, and he went the opposite way. And because of his foolishness, he ended up being thrown overboard. All right, so we can take a look at this scripture. The Apostle Paul says, listen, don't be dumb. Instead, find out what God wants you to do and then be obedient. We need 
to do it, right? So disobedience can get us in trouble. All right, so let's go to the Word. The Word is our source. So if we're going to fix stupid, then we need to apply the book of Proverbs to our life. So I would encourage you, read a chapter of Proverbs every day. There are 31 days, uh, 31 chapters in the book of Proverbs. That means there's a chapter for every day of the month. It will do you good to read Proverbs and to apply Proverbs to your life. So today, we're going to learn how to fix stupid from the book of Proverbs. All right, number one, the very first way that you can fix stupid is to eliminate foolish friendships. That's right, people, the wrong people, will drag you down. The word is clear, and I'm going to read it here in a second, 1 Corinthians 15, that bad company corrupts good morals. All right, we need to eliminate foolish friendships. This means you can be the right person at the right time and you can have the right dream, but if you surround yourself with the wrong people, that dream will turn into a nightmare. What relationships do you need to eliminate? I'm not saying not to love people. We're called to love the world. We're called to love the sick. Jesus said, I came for those who know they are sinners, not for those who think they're righteous. He said, I came for those who are sick, not the healthy. He established relationship with people, and we need to do the same. We need to get out of our Christian bubble, right? That was our last episode. And we need to be intentional about engaging with people in the world. However, we are not to partner with people in the world. The Apostle Paul says that's foolishness because what good does light have with darkness? You can't mix the two. All right, we've got to be careful. We want to establish relationships. We want to love people in the world. But if your best friends don't know Jesus, eventually they're going to drag you down. This is why we might need to eliminate some certain friendships, the foolish friendships. Eliminate the friendships. I mean, if you're hanging out with people and they are causing you to disobey God, they are causing you to walk away from God, they are causing your relationship with God to take a hit, then it is um, a good idea for you to cut some of those friendships off. You can still pray from a distance and you can still love them. Here's what Proverbs 13, 20 says. It says, walk with the wise and become wise. All right? So if you want to avoid foolishness, walk with wise people, hang out with wise people, associate with fools, it says, and get into trouble. The message translation says, hang out with fools and watch your life fall to pieces. That means there are a lot of people sitting in jail right now simply because they associated with the wrong people. Foolish friendships will doom you. You don't want to be foolish. You can fix stupid by eliminating foolish friendships. 1 Corinthians 15.33 in the contemporary English version, it says, don't fool yourselves. Bad friends will destroy you. The Passion Translation says, so stop fooling yourselves. Evil companions will corrupt good morals and character. That means you can have great morals. That means you can be a person of character and integrity. But if you hang around with the wrong people, they are going to drag you down. You want to eliminate stupid? Eliminate foolish friendships in your life. Proverbs 14, 7 says, escape quickly from the company of fools. I mean, especially all you single people today that are, that are listening or watching and you desire just to, man, you're just lonely and you want to have that, you just, man, you need somebody in your life, you know, you're looking to, to, to date somebody. Look for somebody who loves Jesus. Man, don't partner yourself with an unbeliever who's going to drag you down. 
who's going to pull you away from God. We might need to eliminate some foolish friendships if we're going to fix stupid in our life. All right, that's number one. Number two, we need to eliminate foolish talk. That's right. Sometimes we say stupid stuff. We need to eliminate that, right? We can fix stupid by simply guarding our mouth. The book of Proverbs says the power of life and death is in the tongue. All right, so number one, we want to fix stupid, eliminate foolish friendships. A second way to do that is to eliminate foolish talk, all right? We say a lot of dumb things, don't we? I mean, you're on social media. You're on social media right now watching live. If you're watching live, you're either on Facebook or Instagram right now, right? And um, I don't know if you're on Twitter, but I love Twitter, even though, man, it's a dumpster fire. But people tweet some stupid stuff. So I thought I would read to you some stupid things that people have tweeted, all right? You can't make this stuff up, all right? So foolish, foolish talk includes Twitter. Here we go, all right? So think before you tweet. Think before you post on Facebook. Think before you post on Instagram. Here we go. Foolish talk on Twitter. Um, somebody tweeted, I want my first daughter to be a girl. All right, think about that for a moment. <laughs> I want my first daughter to be a girl. I hope so, all right? Um, someone else tweeted, um, my boyfriend cheated on me, so I convinced him to go to a tattoo parlor and get matching tattoos. I had him go first, and then I went home. How about that, man? That's hashtag savage, all right? That's more savage than stupid. All right, uh, stupid by the boyfriend, all right? Someone else tweeted this, I just found out that my birthday is the same day that I was born. Again, you can't make these up. These are actual tweets. Somebody tweeted, I just found out that my birthday is the same day I was born. All right? Hashtag, don't be stupid. Hashtag, don't tweet stupid. All right? Um, somebody tweeted this, my, <laughs> my sister is pregnant. I can't wait to see if I'm an auntie or an uncle. I'm going to move on. Uh, someone tweeted, my wife and I decided not to have kids, and the kids are taking it pretty hard. <laughs> hey kids, we love you, but you gotta leave. Um, someone tweeted this: To my calculation, if I save thirty, if I save thirty-eight dollars each week, I could have a million dollars within three years. Sounds like a plan to me. All right. Um, hashtag Don't be stupid. Get a new calculator. Um, somebody else tweeted this: Who on here got a Twitter? <laughs> well, the only ones that could read tweets are those that are on Twitter. All right. Again, hashtag Don't be stupid. And then, uh, man, this is my favorite one. Somebody tweeted, uh, and this is why um, spelling is so important. Somebody tweeted, my sweater smells like my boyfriend's colon. <laughs> Not cologne, but my, boy, my sweater smells like my boyfriend's colon. Man, that's a, that's a stinky sweater right there, right? So, uh, again, actual tweets. Let me, let me read a couple things that have been said to waiters and waitresses. These are actual all right, comments that have been made to waiters and waitresses. Somebody said, excuse me, is your bread vegetarian? Somebody else said, um, what's the difference between cage-free and free-roaming eggs? This was overheard at a Mexican restaurant. Are the steak fajitas vegetarian? Hashtag don't be stupid. Someone else asked, can I get a water with no ice but cold like if I did have ice in it? <laughs> what? Um, somebody said, can I get my steak well done but tender and not burnt? 
So like medium well? No. Well done. Somebody else asked regarding their steak, what's the difference between the 6-ounce sirloin and the 9-ounce sirloin? About 3 ounces. Hashtag, don't be stupid. And then um, my favorite, somebody actually told their waitress, um, um, there's too much coffee in my coffee. I really don't know what that means, too much coffee in my copy. All right, here, let me just share a couple customer service um, stupidities. Here we go. Actual customer service conversations. Again, we're talking about eliminating foolish talk right here. Um, hello? Yeah, my laptop won't turn on. Did you plug it in and charge the battery? No, this is a laptop. It doesn't need to be plugged in. Ma'am, the battery still needs to be charged. Listen, this is a laptop. Listen, you're stupid. Hashtag, don't be stupid. Somebody else said, um, answered the phone at the, at the place of, the, of their employment uh, for, for HP. Um, Hi, I'd like to order an HP printer. The customer service representative responded with, would you like to add the printer cable as it's not included? Why would I need a cable? To connect it to your computer. Oh, honey, I don't have a computer. I just want to print some stuff. <laughs> and uh, she said, um, no, you need a computer to be able to print some stuff. And the customer said, no, my son knows a lot about computers, and you're wrong. There you have it, man. Don't be, don't be stupid. Here's what Proverbs 18.6 says, the words of fools start fights. So we've got to guard our mouth. All right, we have two ears, we should listen more than we speak, and we know that sometimes our mouth gets us into trouble. Therefore, we need to feed ourselves with the Word of God, because the Word of God says, out of the abundance of our heart, the mouth speaks. So if you don't want to speak foolishness, fill yourself with the Word. If we fill ourselves with trash, if we fill ourselves with garbage, then garbage is going to come out. If you don't want to look like a fool, let me say this. If you don't want to sound like a fool, then be careful what you allow into your heart because it's coming out. This is why it's so vital for us to fill ourselves with the Word of God. Today, we're talking about five ways to fix stupid. Number one was we eliminate foolish friendships. Number two is we eliminate foolish talk. Proverbs 18, 7 says, fools are undone by their big mouths. Their souls are crushed by their words. This means we can eliminate stupid by simply changing the way that we talk. And we change the way we talk by changing what we fill our hearts with. Proverbs 12, 16 says, fools have short fuses. They explode too quickly. I know some of you listening, some of you watching are like myself, and you have said something where you wanted to take it back. Like you're like, oh no, come back. I did not mean to say that. It's too late. You already said it. You want to fix stupid? Eliminate foolish talk. How do you do that? Fill yourselves with the Word of God. All right? And if you fill yourselves with the Word of God, you won't cave to foolish ideas. That's number three. The third way that we can fix stupid is to eliminate foolish ideas. Okay? First time that I ever went skiing, I thought it would be a great idea to go straight to the advanced run. It was moguls. I went straight down. I ended up flipping head over heels. I snapped one of my ski poles in half. I looked like a moron. I could have avoided certain humility had I had not adapted a foolish idea. Proverbs chapter 5, 
verse 23. It says this, mark well that God doesn't miss a move you make. He's aware of every step you take. The shadow of your sin will overtake you. You'll find yourself stumbling over yourself in the dark. Death is the reward of an undisciplined life. Your foolish decisions trap you. All right? If it's an idea that is contrary to the Word of God, it's a bad idea. I don't care how popular it is. I don't care how many people have embraced it on social media. If your idea contradicts Scripture, it's a bad idea. This means it's so important for us to know what the Word of God says because there are a lot of ideas floating around on social media that sound true that are false. There are a lot of ideas that sound like good ideas that are bad ideas because they contradict Scripture. I was trolling a Facebook um, thread just, just a couple weeks ago, and there was an argument. Okay, there's something in the Bible that the Bible calls sin. Most of the world does not agree that it is sin, and a lot of Christians now have thrown out the Word of God, and they have taken the secular worldview on this subject. So I was just kind of seeing what people were saying. And this one believer, one of his responses was this, I don't care what the Apostle Paul said. Don't even tell me what the Apostle Paul said. I only care what Jesus said. That's the dumbest thing, one of the dumbest things that I've ever heard as a believer. All right? Apostle Paul wrote the inspired Word of God, because he had an encounter with Jesus. And we believe that all 66 books, all 1,189 chapters, all 31,102 verses, is God speaking to us. Jesus said that He is the living Word all throughout the Gospels. He even quoted the Old Testament. We don't get to pick and choose what parts of Scripture we like, all right? We either embrace all of it or throw it out. I believe the word. And if we apply the word, we won't get sucked in to things that sound good that aren't good. We don't want to be blown around by every new wind and wave of, of, of doctrine. All right? People have itchy ears. They only want to hear what they want to hear. All right? We need to throw out foolish ideas, eliminate foolish ideas. All right? George Carlin the late comedian said this, never underestimate the power of stupid people in large groups. Never underestimate, all right, the power of stupid people in large groups. In other words, I already said it, I'll say it one more time. I don't care how popular the idea is, if it contradicts scripture, it's a bad idea. All right, so eliminate foolish friendships, eliminate foolish ideas, number, uh, uh, excuse me, foolish talk, number three, foolish ideas, number four, we need to eliminate foolish actions because when we develop foolish ideas and we act on those ideas that foolishness goes from an idea to an action so if you don't want to look stupid we might need to eliminate some foolish actions proverbs chapter 27 verse 12 says be cautious and hide when you see danger don't be stupid and walk right into trouble people get fired from foolish actions we get ourselves into trouble from foolish actions. We lose our, our, our reputation, our good reputation, because of foolish actions, all right? We um, end up losing our character and integrity because of foolish actions. So we need to eliminate foolish friendships, foolish talk, foolish ideas, and foolish actions. And if we don't eliminate 
foolish actions. Those foolish actions will turn into foolish habits. So number five, the fifth way that we can fix stupid is to eliminate foolish habits. I'm not even going to give you a list of foolish habits because if you are bound to something, if you are addicted to something, you already know that it's foolish. The question is, how do I eliminate my foolish habits? And the answer is, you replace foolish habits with healthy habits. Right? Your follower Jesus, become a person who is in the Word. You get in the Word, get in His house, get in His presence. Man, you want to fix stupid? Get in the Word of God, get in God's house, get in God's presence. Spend time talking and listening, develop a prayer life, be a person who's in the Word, free to proverb every single day, and you will eliminate foolish habits because you will replace those foolish habits with healthy habits. So let me close this out by reading this scripture from Matthew chapter 7, verse 24. Jesus said this, anyone who listens to my teachings and follows it is wise. This means if we don't listen to Jesus, we're foolish. He said, if you want to be wise, then you need to build your house upon the rock. That way, when the winds and the waves and the storm comes, when that storm ceases, you'll still be standing. But Jesus said this, anyone who hears my teaching and doesn't obey us is a moron. Well, he didn't really say that, but he said, you're foolish. If we listen, if we hear, but we don't obey, then when the winds and waves come, it's like building our house on the sand. And when that storm ceases, our house will be gone. It'll collapse. So Jesus said this, you want to fix stupid, not only do you need to hear me, you need to obey me. This means we need to move from agreeing with the word to obeying the word. And when we do that, we can eliminate foolish friendships, foolish talk, foolish ideas, foolish actions, foolish habits. And when you take those five and you rearrange them, as a, a, a little boy in a service this past weekend, I even missed this. He came up to me and he said, you know, you shared, his family shared foolish friendships and ideas and talk, actions and habits. And when you arrange all of those, you get the word faith. How cool was that? Right? You want your faith to be strong? Eliminate foolishness. There you have it. Five ways to fix stupid. Thanks for hanging out with me today. I'm going to pray and we'll let you go. Jesus, thank you so much for everybody that's watching and listening today. I pray right now, God, that you will help us fix stupid, that we will replace foolish actions with, with, with healthy habits, that we will replace foolish habits with healthy habits. God, if we have a relationship in our life that's tearing us down, dragging us down, give us the strength to eliminate that. I pray, Jesus, that we will be careful what we say, that we will throw ourselves with the word of God, that we will hold on, that we will stand strong, that we will be the people that you've called us to be. We thank you that if we get into your word, we can fix the foolishness in our life. Thank you for it. In Jesus' name, amen. All right. Thanks for hanging out with me today. Uh, Again, this was episode 94. We look forward to seeing you next week for episode 95. For more information about 41 Will Come or 41 Strong, go to my website, chuckytate.com. For our producer, Mike Sable, we'll see you next time. Bye-bye. Yorialife.com.
Pure 